Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll hear some motivational advice from Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius. You'll learn about the muscles in your tongue. Yes, that's muscles, not muscle. And you'll take the world's shortest IQ test. It's only three questions. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Cody, do you know what the strongest muscle in your body is? Your brain? No, your brain isn't a muscle. It's kind of a muscle. No, no, it's not. It's nothing it's just not a muscle. Like a at muscle. All. No. It's an organ. Yeah. I don't know. The strongest muscle in my body, I don't have very many strong muscles, <laughs> so I don't really know. Well, I mean, a lot of people say it's your quads, maybe. And then a lot of people will say tongue. But it's not the strongest muscle in your body for two reasons. One, it's not. <laughs> and two, <laughs> it's more than just one muscle. What, the tongue? Yeah, it's actually a bunch of muscles. Really? Yeah, this was really surprising to me. Today in myth-busting, your tongue is more than just one muscle. It's a bunch of muscles. Most of the muscles in your body attach to bone, but a lot of the muscles in your tongue just attach to each other. That's how octopus arms and elephant trunks work too, by the way. But that's beside the point. Your tongue has four muscles that don't attach to anything, and they're called the intrinsic muscles. Those all travel in different directions, which is why your tongue can do neat tricks like tying a cherry stem or licking a kitchen beater clean. Four more muscles anchor your tongue to your head. One attaches to the base of the skull, another to the throat, one on the lower jaw, and another stretches up to the roof of your mouth. These muscles are all bilateral, which means they're partially separated by a center line that helps them work on both sides of your mouth. You can read more about the tongue today on Curiosity.com and on the Curiosity app for Android and iOS. But here's something cool. Researchers can actually measure your tongue's endurance with something called the Iowa Oral Performance Instrument. It has you put a little balloon on your tongue and press up on it as hard as you can. We've got a link to watch a video of the little instrument in our full write-up. Ashley, do you have a favorite motivational phrase or a piece of advice that you use? I sure do. What is it? Sucking at something is the first step to becoming sort of good at something. Oh, I like that. Isn't that great? Yeah. Don't be afraid to be bad at something because you're always bad at it at the beginning. Right. That's how you get good. Right. That's yeah. really great. Today we have some advice from a place you might not expect. Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius. We're, we're really big on the Marcus Aurelius beat. That's <laughs> we really are. We're <laughs> one of we've our got a finger on the pulse we... of Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the guy who was in charge of an empire from 161 to 180 A.D., he wrote one of history's most influential and admired books, simply called Meditations. And it's got some really great advice for kicking any lazy habits you've got and getting stuff done. Let's see if this will get you out of bed in the morning. Quote, At dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. What do I have to complain of if I'm going to do what I was born for? The things I was brought into the world to do? Or is this what I was created for? To huddle under the blankets and stay warm? Unquote. Dang. Yeah. Now let's say you come back at Marcus by saying your bed is comfy and you're happy, so why get up? Here's another excerpt, quote, So you were born to feel nice instead of doing things and experiencing them? Don't you see the plants, the birds, the ants and spiders and bees going about their individual tasks, putting the world in order as best they can, and you're not willing to do your job as a human being? Why aren't you running to do what your nature demands? Unquote. The very convincing emperor's musings reflect the beliefs of Stoicism in ancient Greek philosophy from around 300 BC. That teaches the development of self-control to overcome destructive emotions. 
Now, as we've discussed on this show, sleep is not particularly destructive for the most part, but Marcus Aurelius would say that it can be destructive if done in excess. So the next time you have a hard time getting out of bed, remind yourself to do your job as a human being. It's more fun anyway. Yeah, the bees are putting you to shame. Yeah, and the ants. It's ants. And the ants. <laughs> and the antwives. <laughs> you can also find motivational advice, by the way, from classes offered by today's sponsor, Skillshare. One thing that gets me out of bed every day is my job. I get to write about and schedule the coolest stuff at curiosity.com. But it's a tough job figuring out when we should talk about every story. Fortunately, there's a Skillshare class called Creating an Editorial Calendar with Purpose. I've learned a lot about how to give you what you want from curiosity and take care of business at the same time. You see, Skillshare is an online learning platform with more than 20,000 classes in business, marketing, design, technology, and more. And Skillshare's classes are all taught by real experts in their field or public motivational speakers. The class I mentioned was taught by a business and content strategist with more than 10 years of professional experience. And you can take classes from experts on everything you're curious about or want to get better at, like writing, photography, video editing, cooking, game design, coding, arts and crafts, productivity, and more. I'm getting more into Instagram these days, so I took a class called Essays on Insta, How to Write for the Gram. Again, Skillshare offers more than 20,000 classes. And today, you can join the millions of students like Cody and me who are already learning on Skillshare. We've got a special offer for awesome listeners like you. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, visit Skillshare.com curious. That's Skillshare.com curious for two months of unlimited access to more than 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. You love curiosity because you know that lifelong learning is important. So keep it up and do your job as a human being. Start your two-month trial of Skillshare to learn more starting today. We're going to wrap up today with the world's shortest IQ test. It's called the Cognitive Reflection Test, and it was published in 2005 by psychologist Shane Frederick. He said he picked these questions because they make it easy for people to quickly jump to conclusions instead of stopping to closely analyze the seemingly simple quiz items. So basically, these are deceptively simple questions, but if you don't stop for a second to think about it, you might just breeze through. Right. So just take your time, read the questions. Or listen to them in this case. Or listen to them. <laughs> so this is a classic one. The bat and ball problem. A bat and a ball together cost $1.10. The bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? This one always gets me. Really? I have heard it so many times and I never remember the answer. One more time. A bat and a ball together cost $1.10. The bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? The answer is... The ball costs five cents. You probably guessed 10 cents, didn't you? I know I did. No judgment. A ball that costs five cents plus a bat that costs $1.05 will set you back 110. A Princeton study found that people who answered 10 cents were significantly less patient than those who got it correct. Yeah. yeah guilty as charged. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Question two. The widget making machine problem. If it takes five machines five minutes to make five widgets... How long would it take 100 machines to make 100 widgets? If it takes five machines five minutes to make five widgets, how long would it take 100 machines to make 100 widgets? This one throws me off all the time because it seems like a really complicated math problem, but it's really not. It would take 100 machines five minutes to make 100 widgets. Oh, I guessed right. So your gut might tell you the answer is 100 minutes, right? Five, 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 100, 100, 100. Well, no, from the question, we know that it takes five minutes for one machine to make one widget. So it would take five minutes for any number of machines to make any number of widgets. The third one, the size double lily pad patch problem. There's a patch of lily pads in a lake. Every day, the patch doubles in size. 
If it takes 48 days for the patch to cover the entire lake, how long would it take for the patch to cover half of the lake? Again, every day the patch doubles in size. If it takes 48 days to cover the whole lake, how long does it take for the patch to cover half the lake? And I love this question because I always get it right. Really? I don't know why. <laughs> well, the answer, the lily pads would cover half the lake in 47 days. You might have guessed 24 days. It seems intuitive to cut the number of days in half because you're cutting the size of the lily pad patch in half. But if the area of the lake covered in lily pads doubles every day, it would only take one day for it to go from being half covered to fully covered. Take one day away from 48 days and you're left with 47. Yeah, it's simple stuff, but it's deceptively simple stuff. It is. It's tricky. Quiz your friends with it and let us know how they do. Read about these stories and more today on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.